She could remember scene after scene at Burton, Peter furious, Hugh not, of course, his match in any way, but still not a positive imbecile as Peter made out, not a mere barber's block. When his old mother wanted him to give up shooting or to take her to bath, he did it without a word. He was really unselfish, and as for saying, as Peter did, that he had no heart, no brain, nothing but the manners and breeding of an English gentleman, that was only her dear Peter at his worst, and he could be intolerable, he could be impossible, but adorable to walk with on a morning like this. June had drawn out every leaf on the trees. The mothers of Pimlico gave suck to their young. Messages were passing from the fleet to the Admiralty. Arlington Street and Piccadilly seemed to chafe the very air in the park and lift its leaves hotly, brilliantly, on waves of that divine vitality which Clarissa loved. To dance, to ride, she had adored all that for they might be parted for hundreds of years, she and Peter. She never wrote a letter, and his were dry sticks, but suddenly it would come over her. If he were with me now, what would he say? Some days, some sights bringing him back to her calmly, without the old bitterness, which perhaps was the reward of having cared for people. They came back in the middle of St. James's Park on a fine morning, indeed they did. But Peter, however beautiful the day might be, and the trees, and the grass, and the little girl in pink, Peter never saw a thing of all that. He would put on his spectacles if she told him to. He would look. It was the state of the world that interested him. Wagner, Pope's poetry, people's characters eternally, and the defects of her own soul, how he scolded her, how they argued— She would marry a prime minister and stand at the top of a staircase. The perfect hostess, he called her. She had cried over it in her bedroom. She had the makings of the perfect hostess, he said. So she would still find herself arguing in St. James's Park, still making out that she had been right, and she had, too, not to marry him. For in marriage, a little license, a little independence there must be between people living together day in day out in the same house, which Richard gave her and she him. Where was he this morning, for instance? Some committee? She never asked what. But with Peter, everything had to be shared, everything gone into, and it was intolerable. And when it came to that scene in the little garden by the fountain, she had to break with him, or they would have been destroyed, both of them ruined, she was convinced though she had borne about her for years like an arrow sticking in her heart, the grief, the anguish, and then the horror of the moment when someone told her at a concert that he had married a woman met on the boat going to India. Never should she forget all that. Cold, heartless, a prude, he called her. Never could she understand how he cared. But those Indian women did, presumably, silly, pretty flimsy nincompoops, and she wasted her pity, for he was quite happy, he assured her, perfectly happy, though he had never done a thing that they talked of. His whole life had been a failure, made her angry still. She had reached the park gates. She stood for a moment, looking at the omnibuses in Piccadilly.
She would not say of anyone in the world now that they were this or were that. She felt very young. At the same time, unspeakably aged, she sliced like a knife through everything, at the same time was outside looking on. She had a perpetual sense as she watched the taxicabs of being out, out, far out to sea and alone. She always had the feeling that it was very, very dangerous to live even one day. Not that she thought herself clever or much out of the ordinary. How she had got through life on the few twigs of knowledge Fräulein Daniels gave them, she could not think. She knew nothing, no language, no history. She scarcely read a book now, except memoirs in bed. And yet, to her, it was absolutely absorbing, all this, the cabs passing. And she would not say of Peter, she would not say of herself, I am this, I am that. Her only gift was knowing people almost by instinct, she thought, walking on.